This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining me today. Another good one about stress in today's episode, because... I mean, come on, let's let's be real here. Stress, it's just going to happen. It is just a fact of life. The thing here uh, is that we need to keep in mind our perspective of stress is really what's going to be a game changer. And that's actually going to be a completely separate topic that I'll do in a whole other episode, just because it, it does really need to be talked about by itself or on its own. And Today, however, I'm going to be talking about what to do when life just gets busy. And I I think the word busy is used or maybe even overused a little bit more because, I mean, let's be honest, all of us are busy, really. So, whoops, let me just hit the microphone. I apologize. I talk with my hands. (laughs) I talk with my hands if you can't tell. Uh, And occasionally this uh, microphone gets walloped, even though it's on a boom, a boom arm. So hopefully that wasn't too loud in your ears. I'm not even going to edit that out because I think it's perfect. But the word busy, I feel like, can be can be overused a fair amount. And I'm guilty of this as well. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but I'm just trying to, to really keep in mind that I get to do all of these things that are on my to-do list, and I want to do them. I don't have to do them. I mean, sure, I do feel an obligation, especially if it is pertaining to my business or friends or loved ones, because I do want to show up for them if I if I say that I'm going to show up. I do want to show up for you all every week if I say I'm going to show up. You know, it's one of the reasons why I don't quite understand podcast episodes or podcasters that don't have regular weekly episodes, just because, I mean, I, I know life gets busy, but this is something that's fairly easy to kind of, you know, schedule in and kind of make it a part of your week. Um, But it's also my obligation to show up for you all. So if I were to ever take a hiatus or a break or things like that, a vacation, so to speak, from podcasting, I would let you all know. Uh, (laughs) I'm giving you the heart signal right now with my hands. But with the word busy, I do like to to check in with myself whenever I do find myself being busy and just reminding myself, hey, I get to do these things. I have the honor to do these things. And I want to do these things. And I'll, I'll link a couple of episodes that I've done in the past few weeks about stress and about the whole mindset approach of getting to versus, you know, have to. So that was a great, I loved that episode personally, um, just because that, that little mindset shift can really make a big impact. All right. So about stress, life happens and, you know, this is a fact we can't ignore and life isn't always rainbows and unicorns. There will be some gritty times in your life overall. I think we're all pretty much privy to this knowledge already. The important thing to learn to do is to learn what your specific capacity is when life does get incredibly busy. And, and also to learn what you're able to do with the bandwidth and, and the energy that you have in that particular moment when your plate is full and your schedule is full and you're quote unquote busy. So first of all, I want you to allow yourself to feel stressed, to feel overwhelmed. 
and and also to give yourself the space that you might need to grieve if grieving is what is causing you stress and just an overwhelming feeling of of just all the feels <laughs> the point here is to not ignore these feelings because your feelings are incredibly real they're palpable and the point here is to not suppress what you're feeling because if you do suppress what you're feeling and you strive to squash those feelings and ignore them, they will only get more severe and more pronounced and more overwhelming, and you'll be left spinning your tires. And I mean, by all means, I'm certainly not a mental health therapist, but I've gone to therapy for several, several years just for mental health. health. Uh, and, you know, that's the biggest thing that's always kind of driving home with the therapist I've worked with over the years is don't ignore those feelings, you know, uh, don't try to fill the voids, try to acknowledge those feelings and acknowledge their existence. So when you find that you are stressed or overwhelmed or grieving, please pause, acknowledge that you're, that you're overwhelmed, acknowledge that you're stressed, acknowledge that you're grieving. And the same goes for for really any other emotion that you might be experiencing because acknowledging these feelings as being real does tend to lessen the power that these feelings have over you or at least the feeling of the power that they have over you the next thing to do when you're you're feeling incredibly busy or stressed is to think about what you're able to do in the moment of being overwhelmed and stressed and grieving what do you have the capacity to do? Do you think you can get to the gym twice that week? Or maybe just do, I don't know, a a quick 10 to 15 minute workout at home? Or do you think you can hammer out a 20 to 30 minute uh, bike ride or run around your neighborhood? Because man, with a run, you know, I'll be honest, it's a lot easier than even biking. I love biking. Uh, But you just have to throw on your shoes and and some clothes. Please don't run outside naked. Um, But, you know, throw on some clothes in your running shoes and it's fairly easy just to get a nice quick little workout in or hill workout or intervals or even just a regular run. doesn't matter. But anyways, think about if you, you know, maybe you just have like 10 to 30 minutes to, to do a bike ride or a run around your neighborhood. Whatever you decide that you're able or capable of doing in that moment, decide what you have the energy and mental space for because i find that it's incredibly important to pick things that are easy for you to do easy that's the key word simple now when you're stressed that is not the time to do some complex shit (laughs) like don't complicate things even more because you want to do a 20 minute hit workout that is just going to leave you absolutely just dying on the floor maybe i shouldn't say the word dying but like just sprawled out on the floor in a puddle of sweat i mean unless it feels good and unless it's easy and unless it's unless it's a possibility for you to just get started okay so simple is good i do no matter how stressed or overwhelmed or even if you're grieving i do still recommend highly highly recommend that you still move your body especially when you are feeling all of these things because the reason it's important is is because moving your body can really help keep your body or can help uh, keep <laughs> I can't talk today can help your body release some endorphins that will help support and improve those feelings or improve 
your stress levels, kind of release some stress and also help improve sleep. Because usually when you're stressed or overwhelmed or you're grieving, sleep is, is hit or miss for a lot of folks. And all of these things are important to help foster when you're feeling swamped with all the tasks to do, or if the load of grief that's weighing down your heart just feels like it's too much to bear. So some physical movement is really a good way to show yourself and your body some love and to kind of get moving. And it's not selfish by any means. I know it's probably going to feel selfish, especially if you are grieving, Uh, but it's one of those things where it will help you feel better ultimately. Now, once you realize what you're able to do and what you have the energy to do, then I really recommend just picking two to three days during the week when you're absolutely able to get some movement in. Do not pick the days when you're way too swamped with meetings at work or if you have, I don't know, a a particularly exhausting day at work because those days should be rest days, ideally. Or days when you do only just short workouts, like maybe, I don't know, a core sequence or something. Or maybe you just go for a quick little bike ride. Those should be days that maybe you're just doing something like a walk around the neighborhood, something that's easy, even easier than what you're already going to be doing. But anyways, pick two to three days that week that work for you and you alone, and they're easy to to kind of work in with your familial responsibilities and and life responsibilities with work and things like that. Next is make sure that you pick the time of day that works well for you to do these particular workouts and these, these these periods of intentional movement. Morning is, I will say, it's probably the best time to make sure that you just get shit done before work and before other people and before family really take away your attention and your energy away from you. Because I mean, we all know how we feel after a full day of work. It's just kind of, you know, we can be shot. Like we can be absolutely exhausted and mentally just done. And sometimes after work, it's, it's the hardest time to find the the quote unquote motivation to start moving, to start chart start moving your body and working out and things like that. So I will say morning is generally the the better time to get these movement patterns in. Uh, But if you're not a morning person, then don't push it because that's just going to stress you out even more. And now's not the time to force yourself to do things that just don't feel good to you. Okay. When you're completely overwhelmed, that is just not the, not the time to, to force yourself to do really anything, uh, except just keeping the movement and the, the steps simple. Just know that your energy may be waning in the afternoon. Like I said earlier, after making decisions all day at work. So have a little snack and get your workout uh, start it, at least the warm up, and, you know, preferably, of course, give yourself a little bit of time after your snack. That way you're not, you know, burping it up during the workout. Uh, usually it's about 30 to 60 minutes after a snack. Everyone's different depending on what you eat, how much you're eating, and just your overall digestion. Like for me, I can pretty much wait 30 minutes, especially if I'm not running. If I'm running, however, I usually need probably closer to 45 to 60 minutes. Uh, but it's, you know, it's been a hot minute since I've run intentionally without being chased. Uh, now I will say the snack can help boost your energy a bit more. So you're just not dragging through your workout like molasses. Okay. So lastly, celebrate the wins, whatever the hell the wins are, even if they're the smallest freaking wins you could possibly have, 
You don't need to have huge wins in order to keep pushing forward and seeing progress. I mean, hell, even even maintenance is still progress. So if you're only able to get in two workouts, for example, in, in a particular week, celebrate the hell out of that. Don't focus on what you're not able to do because that just doesn't serve you. Focus on what you did get done, what you did manage to get done. And I'm, I'm using workouts as an example just because that will bring, you know, your positive feedback loop. It will intentionally give you a little bit of a positive feedback loop and will keep you motivated to keep moving and keep keep kind of showing up for yourself on a regular basis, okay? So to recap, just some simple tips to to help you during stressful times or times of overwhelm or times of grieving. First of all, allow yourself to feel all the feels. I mean, seriously, just feel all the feels. Do not ignore these things. And I do, of course, recommend seeing, seeking out a mental health professional if you can. Uh, and if that is within your budget, if it's not, definitely check out your local department, uh, <laughs> Department of Public Health. They do usually have mental health practitioners that are on a sliding scale based on what you can actually afford, which is fantastic. Um, that's actually how I did it uh, when I was in my early 20s, and I needed that. And I was with a partner at the time who, um, well, she was she was an addict. And um, that was one of those situations where it really benefited her and benefited me as well. So, you know, it there are resources out there. So please know and please don't say that finances are a limitation by any means uh, because even if your finances are a limitation because of student loans or something like that, there are resources out there, I, I do assure you. So first thing, allow yourself to feel all the feels. Second thing, think about what you're able to do in the moment of being overwhelmed or stressed or grieving. What do you have the capacity for? Then pick the two to three days a week that you can definitely move your body or show yourself some love and make sure they're good days and not full of meetings or more exhausting events. Schedule in the workouts and just show up with the warm up. Of course, eat a little snack beforehand just to kind of, you know, give yourself some, uh, some energy and then get to work. Lastly, celebrate the wins and don't focus on what you didn't do. Instead, focus on what you did do because that is something that we so often overlook and we just don't give ourselves the credit that we need or the credit that we do deserve. So after listening to today's episode, I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, what are your takeaways from this? What what will you try to implement the next time you're stressed or overwhelmed or, or possibly even grieving? Because I think the simpler that you do keep things, the better for you, okay? Anyways, thanks for listening, friends. I really cannot put into words how grateful I am for each and every single one of you. So please, if you did find this episode useful, I'd love it if you shared it with your friends. Please rate it on Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, Spotify doesn't allow ratings or anything like that, but you can subscribe. So subscriptions also help, Uh, but please do rate it on Apple Podcasts. Give me some feedback. I would love to hear what you have to say. Every little bit helps me reach more people. And I hope you have a beautiful day and remember, feel all the feels. Okay. 